Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Title, Foundation. Foundation and Empire, Second Foundation. Author, Isaac Asimov. Part number five. Part title, The Mule. Encyclopedia Galactica 116th edition. Entry, The Mule. Probably the most important single threat of the Selden plan was posed by the mutant known to history simply as the mule. Less is known about the mule than about any other figure of comparable significance in all galactic history. His real name is unknown. His early life and origins mere conjecture. Even the period of his greatest renown is known to us almost entirely through the eyes of his antagonists, and principally from the observations of a young foundation bride. It's only a small city, of course, compared to the Foundation. There's not much in the way of shops or entertainment. But there's no secret police, either. It's beautiful. Mm. It's just like a toy city, all white and pink and so clean. Toran! There's father over there. Oh, Toran! Great to see you. Great to see you, again, Father. Well, what about uh, some formal introductions? Yes, yes, this is Beta. Beta, my father. Hello. Fran. Fran. Hmm. And this venerable gentleman is my Uncle Randu. Hello. Hello. We've heard a lot about you. Really? Oh, Torren couldn't write about anything else. <laughs> he even sent me a crystal of you. Well, I thought you were beautiful then, but uh, you look much better in the flesh. Thank you. Uh, to tell you the truth, Peter, I've been worried about Torren. I never really thought he knew what he was up to. Is he still chasing young women, Uncle Randu? When he's not sleeping or eating. You just pick up the luggage and walk, Randu. I'm going to have to watch you, Father. Watch and learn, son. (laughs) You see, (laughs) uh, next birthday he'll be 60. I thought he'd have acquired a little dignity by now, a little self-restraint at least. But no, not a chance. He's a throwback to the original traders, that's my opinion. Though I must say, with all respect, she's a very desirable woman, your wife. Thank you. Oh, what a meal. Delicious. My compliments to the chef. Yeah, I haven't eaten so well in months. All I want to do now is lie back and sleep. Well, before you drop off altogether, I'll make some coffee. Yeah, you will not enter my kitchen while you're in Sit down. You cook the meal. That's enough for one day at your age. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I like you, woman, Torren. 
But even so, I'm not sure I agree with the extreme act of marriage. I never did such a thing. You were never in one place long enough to establish residence requirements. <laughs> it's largely a legal formality, Father. The situation has its convenience. Mainly for the woman. Anyway, it's Torren's decision. Marriage is an old custom among the foundationers. The foundationers are not fit models for honest traders. But my wife's a foundationer. Yeah. Ah, there we are. Thank you. Thank you. Beta, have you studied history? I was the despair of my teachers, but I learned a bit eventually. A citation for scholarship, that's all. What did you learn? You want me to tell you everything? No, just use your knowledge to make a judgment. Is the galactic situation as bad as it appears to be? No, ignore him. He's just trying to ruin our digestions. I think we're close to another Selden crisis. Really? I was on the foundation as a student, and I remember we were always expecting a Selden crisis then. But nothing happened. So why do you think that we're close to a crisis now? Well, the world Selden lived in was falling apart, dying because of inertia, despotism, and the maldistribution of goods and wealth. Selden foresaw an inevitable collapse, followed by a period of barbarism. So he devoted his life to trying to shorten that period of barbarism. So he established the two foundations and honour be to his name. I went to school, too, for a while. Now, our foundation was so situated in space, and the historical environment was such that within only 1,000 years, it was to become the foundation of a new and greater empire. Beta Uncle Randu knows all this. In the 100 years since the last Selden crisis, almost every vice of the old empire has reappeared within the foundation. We are suffering from exactly the same three diseases that killed the empire. Mm. Inertia... Our ruling class knows only one law, no change. Despotism, they know only one form of argument, force. And maldistribution, the ruling class has only one plan for the future, to grab everything for themselves. Exactly, while others starve. (laughs) Better you're no fool, girl, you're right. The monopolists of the foundation sit on their money bags while we, the traders who won them their wealth in the first place, we live out our lives in genteel poverty on provincial little planets like Haven. Generation after generation, never knowing even a slight improvement. Your father's a kind of latter-day Latham Deavers. Latham Deavers <laughs> was the greatest trader in history. And those cutthroats and their paid thugs who rule the foundation then and now, they killed him because he loved justice. And for that, and for a thousand other crimes, they owe us a debt of blood. And by galaxy, that debt will be paid one day. Beta, go on with what you were saying before he gets his breath back. There's nothing much to go on about. There must be a crisis, but I don't see how there can be. There are some progressive forces on the foundation, but they're very weak. And you traders may have the will to rebel, but you're broken up and weak too. Perhaps if all the forces of goodwill in and out of the foundation could combine and work together... No, no, child, no, 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 no. There's no hope within the foundation. None. There are those who whip and those who are whipped, that's all. Dad, you've never been to the foundation. You know nothing about it. The political underground there is made up of people with just as much courage as any trader. Before you say anything else, I'd better tell you Beta's a member of the underground, and so am I. Uh, All right, all right, no offense. The trouble with you, Father, is you've got a provincial outlook. You think just because a few traders get together on some completely unwanted planet like Haven and then refuse to pay their taxes to the Foundation, you think that means something? Well, it means something to us. 
Not one foundation tax collector has ever got a single coin out of Haver. Now, that means something to and us. And what would you do if the foundation ever sent more than just a single tax collector? Eh? If they sent a whole fleet to collect the taxes? We'd blast them to pieces. So, once the foundation decided it was worth its while to deal with Haven, you'd be smashed within days, within yeah, minutes. They'd never be able to. The traders need allies inside the foundation, just as much as the foundation underground needs you. The boy's right, Fran. You know he is. You don't like it, and neither do I. Uh. Torren, I'll tell you why I started all this. Yeah. Recently, we've had two visits from foundation tax collectors. Oh. The local people made sure they got nothing, but they'll be back in strength. What's that? Your father knows all this, Torren. Really, he does. Look at him. Stubborn, but worried. He knows Haven is in trouble. And he knows that against the full force of the foundation, we're helpless. Yeah. But he just repeats the old formula, blast them to pieces. Really, he knows it isn't as simple as that anymore. Mm. But what can we do? Well, we've formed a small group of fairly influential citizens, and we've made some contact with other trader planets. We haven't done anything yet, but we've made a start. But a start mm -hmm. towards what? The most obvious thing would be a rebellion. If we could get all the trader planets to join with us, We've decided that, as you said, there must be a Selden crisis somewhere in the near future. We were rather hoping it would be provoked by one of the periphery warlords getting ambitious enough to attack the Foundation. Not a chance. Every one of those warlords, no matter how ambitious he is, knows for a certainty that any attack on the Foundation would be simple suicide. Right. Bel Rios of the old Empire was a better man than any of them. He attacked with all the resources of the galaxy, but he couldn't defeat the Selden plan. Is there one warlord who doesn't know the history of the Foundation and those who attack it? There might be. Just no. one. No. Not a Foundation man, not a provincial governor or anything like that, but in the last few months, there have been rumours about a strange man called the Mule. Mule? Ever heard of him, Torn? No. What do you know about him, Uncle? Oh, very little, really. But we've heard rumours that he's had important victories on the edge of the periphery. The rumours are probably very exaggerated, but all the same, it would be interesting to know more about him. He might have the ability and the intelligence and yet not believe in Hardy Selden's laws. We could perhaps encourage his disbelief in the infallibility of the Foundation mm -hmm. if we could make contact with him. He might attack. Yeah. And if he did, the Foundation would win. Yes, but not necessarily easily. It might be a crisis and we could take advantage of it and force concessions from the Foundation dictatorship. The way Uncle Rando puts it, it'd be worth a try. But how do we contact this mule? That's where we can use you two, if you're willing. Willing? Willing to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> we never really had a first honeymoon. We couldn't afford it. Well, then, now's your chance. We want you to take a honeymoon, all expenses paid, on Calgon. It's a small pleasure planet, only 7,000 parsecs from here. Semi-tropical climate, beaches, beautiful water, entertainments, everything. But why Calgon? We think that that's where the mule is. Certainly his forces are there. He took it about a month ago, without even a battle, despite the Calgon warlord's threatening speeches. Where's the warlord now? He isn't. Disappeared. Now, what do you say? Will you go? What do All we right. do when we get there? You yes. enjoy your honeymoon and find out whatever you can. If you can actually make contact with the mule... We don't expect well, that, Fran. Uh, if you could just look around, see how the mule governs, what kind of forces he's got there. Of course, it might be dangerous. We don't know, but it might be. Doran? 
When do we leave? Ah, that's what I wanted to hear. We'll show these foundation bureaucrats that the trader spirit isn't crushed yet. An audience is granted by His Excellent Mayor in Boer to Captain Han Pritchard of Intelligence. Captain Pritchard? Your Excellency. You know why you're here? Disciplinary action has been taken against you by your superior officer. The papers concerning the matter have come in the ordinary course of events to my notice, and since no event in the Foundation is too insignificant to warrant my attention, I took the trouble to ask for further information in your case. You're charged with three times refusing to accept an assignment what have you to say about that? Excellency, the assignment is not important. There are far more important things to be done, and they are not being done. Exactly how do you know they are not being done? You care to elaborate? Excellency, it's obvious. Well, none of my superiors denies that I have experience, ability, and intelligence. And those qualities tell me that we've got our priorities wrong. Captain, there is no reason to raise your voice. I can be persuaded by logic, but never by volume. And your logic appears to be rather flimsy. Excellent. You do not seem to realize that you are arrogating to yourself the right to determine intelligence policy. You are usurping the duties of your superiors. Excellent. My duty is not to my superiors, but to the state. Fallacious. Your superior has his superior who has his superior, which is me, and I am the state. You have therefore disobeyed me, which is an act of treason. However... I am prepared to exercise what you have rightly described as my proverbial justice and to give you an opportunity to explain the cause of your disobedience. I don't want to dispose of a useful intelligence officer if it is at all avoidable. Proceed. Excellent. For the last year and a half, I have been living on the planet of Calgon. My instructions were to establish an identity for myself as a retired merchant, then to direct Foundation Intelligence Activity on Calgon and to prepare an organization which could act as a check on the foreign policy of the warlord of Calgon. Proceed. Excellency, two months ago I returned here. The organization had achieved its purpose, a complete survey of the capabilities of the planet. Proceed. The warlord of Calgon had a virtually perfect defense system capable of repelling any attack. Then, one month ago, an unknown soldier of fortune captured Calgon without a fight. The warlord made no attempt to defend himself and is now presumed dead or depersonalized. The government of the planet goes on as before. But the head of the state is now this unknown commander, the Mule. The what? Excellence. The conqueror of Calgon is called the Mule. Little is known about him apart from rumors. His father is unknown. His mother died in childbirth. His upbringing was that of a vagabond. His education consisted entirely in drifting around the various tramp planets of the periphery. He has no name apart from the mule, which is apparently what he calls himself. It seems to signify his immense physical strength and his stubbornness of purpose. I am not uh, interested in his physique, Captain. What is his military strength? Excellent. There are rumors of enormous fleets of warships. 
But so far, he appears to control only a relatively small territory. But the exact limits of his power have not yet been determined. And what has all this got to do with the assignment you refuse to accept? Excellence, the mule must be investigated. And I will be the right man for the job. But instead of that, I'm assigned to some foofling little planet called Haven as some kind of tax collector. You appear to have made a very partial survey of the situation, Captain. The planet Haven is populated by the descendants of the traders. Anarchists, rebels, social maniacs, and other undesirable elements. They claim foundation ancestry, but they refuse to pay their taxes. Oh, yes, but anyway. I do not can... welcome interruptions, Captain. Now, I am aware that Haven itself is not very important, but they are not alone, Captain. There are dozens of these little planets, all populated by various combinations of the dregs of space, all refusing to accept the absolute authority of my government. This is a test case, Captain. By making an example of Haven, we can persuade the others to accept their proper place in the order of things, obedient servants of our government. But if we fail to crush these impertinent creatures here and now, then they will certainly, certainly make contact with criminal elements within the Foundation. And there are such elements, Captain. Social reformers, Democrats, and other political perverts even here, even here. <coughs> Excellency, I have been told all this. But whatever the political implications of these remnants of the traders, the most immediate danger to the Foundation comes not from them, but from the remnants of the old empire. The warlords of the periphery still have power, Excellence. And if they are brought together by the mule, either by alliance or by conquest, then that would present us with a very real threat. I should be employed investigating the mule and not sent out on some child's errand collecting taxes from backward planets. Captain Pritchard! I am going to complete my explanation despite your lack of manners. Now listen carefully. It is a soldier's failing to think that weapons are the real threat and the real defense. The generals of the Imperial Age and the warlords of the present day are equally impotent against us. Selden's science is based not on individual heroism, as you seem to believe, but on the social and economic trends of history. Yes, Excellence, but Selden's science is known only to Selden. We ourselves have only faith. Captain Pritchard, enough! The facts are quite clear, quite simple. Selden guarantees victory over any warlord who might attack the Foundation. But with the descendants of the traders, the matter is more complex. We are the foundation, but so in a way are they. A war with them would be civil war. Selden's plan does not guarantee the outcome of a civil war. The foundation would survive, but this government might not. So you have your orders. You will obey those orders. You may be excused. absolutely nowhere. There might just as well be no mule at all for all the difference he seems to have made. Everybody says that things are just as they always were. 
Except nobody's seen the old warlord of Calgon since the takeover. But then nobody's seen the mule either. Mm. He doesn't live in the palace. He doesn't make speeches. He doesn't even tour the planet. He might not even be on Calgon at all. He might have left or he might never have been here. Oh, all right, we'll go back, but not today, huh? Tomorrow, maybe. Now, just relax, lie back, let the sun do you good. Oh. Oh. Hey. Oh, look at that. What? That, that acrobat over there. Oh, he's just another of those beach entertainers. There are hundreds of them. Yes, but he's the best I've ever seen. Oh. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. He should be in a circus. He's good enough. <laughs> he looks like he'd been broken into pieces and put together again, but the parts don't quite fit. Like a big puppet. Oh, oh don't give him anything. Don't worry, my lady. I'm not here for that. I just want to stare at your beauty for a moment. Ah. Ah. The most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Ever. Huh? My lady, in the ancient days, you would have been... A goddess. Torrin, give him a five-credit piece. Oh, all right. Oh, my lady, I did not speak for money. I simply spoke the truth. You have kindness, intelligence, and a loveliness I've never seen before. All in your eyes. My lady, do you want me to go? Or may I stay and beg your help in Look, my trouble? If, if money's your trouble, well, it's my trouble too. Let him so. talk. What, what's your... Please. Now, what is your trouble? The guards are... The guards are looking for me. Why? Is it illegal to entertain people on the beach? No, my lady. But it is forbidden to leave the service of the mule. The mule? What do you say? I ran away, my lord. I thought I could just take my freedom... But ever since, I've been more terrified than I was in his service. I've looked at every place, looking for someone who might help me. I believe I've found that help now. In your eyes, my lady. Did you say you served the mule? For as long as I could bear it, sir. But always looking for an escape. I'd like to help. We both would. But really, I, I don't see how we can. We're strangers here. Have you actually seen him? Seen him? Sir, I served the mule. I was his clown, his fool, his toy. Stop that man! No, no! Hold him! No! Hold him! No, no, protect me, my lady. My, my, my lord, my protect me. So, now, I've got you at last, eh, Worm? Take your hands off. What? Take your hands off him. Yes. He was entertaining us. He's causing no one any trouble. Do you know what he is? Or what he was, rather. Look, this creature is. was the favourite clown of our lord and master. And my mule doesn't like it when his toys run away. He doesn't like it at all. So I'm taking him back for punishment. You've just seen his final performance. <laughs> Come on, worm. <laughs> Leave him alone. I didn't think I'd need this, but the Foundation recommended it to all their citizens who travel to less civilised parts of the galaxy. Foundation? Yes. This man is a friend of mine. And I want him to stay with me. Now, you can either attempt to use force and risk the consequences, or you can just leave and go about your business. Have you got Foundation identity papers? At my ship. 
I realize I could have you disintegrated for threatening me with that stun pistol. Do you realize what would happen if you did? Your body would be sent in small pieces as an apology to the Foundation. I'm going to check this with my commanding officer. And we're going back to my ship. With our friend... Uh, um... Magnifico. Well, we'll know where to find you. But if you make any attempt to leave this planet, you'll be blasted. Come on, Beta. Let's get back to the ship. Come on, Magnifico. Oh, thank you, my lady. moment we're safe. Oh, my lord, my lady, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, get up off your knees, man, you're not a slave. I'm grateful, my lord. Yeah, well, don't be too grateful yet. We're still on the mule's planet, don't forget. What's going to happen now? I don't know. I'll just have to wait and see. Well, whatever happens, I thought you were superb, standing up to that guard like that. Superb, superb. <gasps> the mule, he's coming for me. I've got to let them in, you know. We're only visitors here. Oh. Wait. Let's have a look at them on the scanner first. All right. Seems to be only one of them. I should inform you this is a Foundation ship and is consequently Foundation territory by interspace treaty. I know all that. Just let me in. You'll enter with your hands empty and in the air. All right, agreed. Now let me in. <sighs> That's not the view. <laughs> It's just a man. Exactly. I am not the mule, and I'm not armed. And I come in peace. I'm here to help you, if you'll let me. Who are you? I was on the beach. I saw what happened, and I followed you back here. I said, who are you? I'm a citizen of the Foundation, and unlike you, I have my papers to prove it. Are you implying that I'm, I'm not? I'm not implying anything. I'm stating facts. You are a citizen of Haven. Your wife is the only Foundation citizen on this ship. And she is known to be a member of the Democratic Resistance Movement. You got out of Turner's recently, didn't you? You know a lot. I believe that the password the week you left was Sultan Hardin and Freedom. How do you know Walker that? Walker at Hart was your section leader. I, too, am a section leader. Yes, it doesn't matter under what name. The underground spreads widely and in some unexpected direction. My official position is Officer of the Foundation Department of Information, Captain Han Richard. Well, may I sit down? Of course. Thanks. Now, I know a lot about today's events. I know that the mule's clown escaped. I know that his security forces are ransacking the planet. I saw you preventing the guard from arresting that man. He fits the clown's description pretty well. Oh, no. But I don't know why you should be risking your lives to hold on to him. Yes. Well, I didn't think you'd tell me. But if you're waiting here for the mule himself to come with armed guards and fanfares and such like, relax. The mule doesn't work that way. How do you know that? I've been trying to contact him myself. No, boy, I've done a rather more thorough job of it than you two amateurs. I didn't get anywhere either. Fritcher, what do you want? I'm offering you a deal. An exchange. You have the clown. He's important. He's one of the very few people in the galaxy who's actually seen the mule. 
He's important to me. Don't let them take me, my no, lord. No. I need him to try to get the idiots who govern the Foundation to open their eyes. I've risked my life coming to Calgon instead of going where I was told to go. But if I return with concrete evidence of the power of the mule, I can save my own neck and the Foundation. Why should we help you save the Foundation? Why should we help defend a dictatorship? Oh. You mentioned a deal, an exchange. You let me take the clown to the Foundation, and I'll help you get away from Calgon. Now, wait. How do we know the mule will be a worse dictator than the Foundation bureaucrats? Well, it's... Send the clown out of the room in a moment, will you? My, my lady... Please, my lady, though. Would you go through to the dining area? Through there. You'll find food and drink in the cabin. Yes, my lady. For you, I'll go. Now, the proof that the mule would be even more of a dictator than fat little Inver is already. All right. The mule is never seen, right? Why not? He's certainly shrewd enough to know the value of a personality cult, the glamour of public demonstrations and such like. Mm -hmm. If he denies himself all that, there must be a reason. Personal contact would reveal something of overwhelming importance, something he wishes to hide. The mule is not a human being. The mule is a mutant. I don't know the extent of his mutation or exactly what his powers are, but he's clearly not a subhuman mutant. In a matter of months, he's come from nowhere, from nothing, to be the ruler of a fair slice of the periphery of the galaxy, right? Now, the question is, can such a genetic accident as the mule, apparently with superhuman capabilities, perceptions, or even powers, we don't know, but can that kind of one-in-a-billion accident be taken into account in the Selden plan? If the mule is superhuman... Why didn't his guards just kill us on the beach? I don't know. He may not be ready for the Foundation yet. What do you mean? It's a sign of intelligence to resist provocation until you're ready to take action. Believe me, the mule will be far more dangerous than Mayor Inber simply because he's more able, more intelligent. Now, suppose you let me speak to the clown. Magnifico. My lady. Could you please come here? This man wants to ask you some questions. Would you try to answer them, please? For your sake, my lady. Right. Now, you've seen the mule with your own eyes, haven't you? I have respected, sir. And felt the weight of his arm with my whole body. Can you describe it? Uh, it's frightening even to recall him respected, sir. He is a mighty man. Against him, you'd look like an undernourished child. His hair is crimson. His teeth are like diamonds. And his eyes, respected sir, no one sees. What? What do you mean? He covers them with black eye covers. It, it, it is said he can see by magic transcending all human vision. I have heard that he kills with his eyes. It is true. As I live, it is true. All right, Preacher. Get us out of here and we'll bring Magnifico to the Foundation. Good. We use this ship. I'll leave mine behind. Uh, let's see these controls. I'll have to work some pretty maneuvers to get us away from the mule's patrols. I can't guarantee anything. Whatever happens, we can't stay here. True. So let's start working out our tactics and our route. <laughs> In 
Encyclopedia Galactica, 116th edition. Entry, Ebling Mies. In a period where the survival of the Foundation still rested upon the superiority of its technology, respect was given to those who worked in the field of pure science. And in this field, no one commanded more respect than Professor Ebling Mies. I have never hidden from anything in my life. <laughs> this is my office, Professor. Mm -hmm. You were not invited to enter, but uh, I will forget that intrusion on one condition. That you leave immediately. Well, I did have something to tell you, Mr. Mayor, but... I am usually addressed as Excellence, Professor. If I leave now, Mr. Mayor, you'll never know what I came to tell you. Any request for an audience is to be submitted in triplicate to the appropriate office. Well, Any unauthorized entry into my presence may be construed as being an attack on my person, which, of course, constitutes a clear case of treason punishable as such. Right. <clears throat> Probably wasn't all that important after all. Just a little something about the next Selden crisis, but forget it. Uh, miss, I have decided to be tolerant with you. Uh, you may have the privilege of addressing me. Hmm? Briefly. Well, you know what I've been doing lately. Your investigations into the mathematics of psychohistory have been intended to duplicate Harry Seldon's work with the eventual aim of tracing the course of future history for the use of the planning department of this government. <laughs> you actually read these reports? I read everything. Nothing is too insignificant for my attention. Oh, you're a great man for insignificant things. Miss, we have established that I am very well acquainted with your research. Now, come to the point. I thought it was about time I told you what's not in the reports. Not in the reports? I mean what I've really been doing. What you've really been doing? The Inver. You're an offensive little man at the best of times. Oh. When you will insist on interrupting me with this curious echo effect, I get this uncontrollable urge to knock your head off. Oh, so really? sit down, shut up, close your mouth and listen. Oh. Oh, really. Now, as any intelligent biped realized long ago, official reports are only important for what is not reported in them. So what I have to tell you now is not in any report and never will be. Even my assistants know nothing about it, right? Good. Now, a few words about the time vault. For every crisis, Selden has prepared a special simulation of himself to help us to clarify the situation, to help us to understand. Four crises so far, and four appearances in this vault. I know all about First it. First time, he appeared at the height of the crisis. Second time, just afterwards. At the third and fourth crises, he was ignored, probably because he wasn't needed. But recent investigations, not included in my reports, of course, indicate that he did appear anyway at the proper times, even though he was ignored. I get it? Selden always appears at a crisis. Now, officially, I've been trying to recreate the science of psychohistory. But taking advantage of your generous research grants <laughs> and taking advantage of your almost legendary ignorance... I have made some small advances in studying the time vault. And from my study, I'd say it was getting itself ready for another appearance by Selden. What? Which means that we are now quite close to the fifth Selden crisis. Close? How close? Well, the control computer has double-checked most of the major circuitry, but there's still some things it hasn't done. How close? Four weeks. That's 
not possible. Uh, four weeks and one day, to be precise. Do you understand what that means? It means you're in trouble. For a crisis to come to a head in four weeks means it must have been growing for years. Right. But there isn't anything. There's nothing hanging over us. Look at that. That's my weekly summary of the entire galactic situation. And all our most pressing foreign policy initiatives in progress at the moment. There's nothing there that is even vaguely threatening. It's all small-scale routine business, and it's all under perfect control. <laughs> Look, see for yourself. Now, where's your crisis going to come from, eh? Eh? What is it? Your Excellence, Captain Han Pritcher of the Intelligence Department has just returned from planet Calgum. Uh-huh. In accordance with your order X20-513, he's been imprisoned pending execution. Those accompanying him are being held for questioning. Well, well. Forgive me, Your Excellence, but Captain Pritcher reported dangerous conditions on Calgon. In accordance with your order X20-515, he has not been given any formal hearing, but his remarks have been recorded and a full report filed. What are you trying to tell me, idiot? Your Excellence, I do most humbly beg your forgiveness, but it appears that one of the people with Captain Pritcher is the missing member of the court of the new warlord of Calgon, oh. known commonly as the Mule. Well, if he is the man the Mule wants back, put him in a ship and send him back. No, no. Ah, it appears to be a little too late for that, Your Excellency. Yeah, what do you mean? We are just receiving reports from the Selenian frontier region. Ships identified as of Calgon origin have entered Foundation territory. Gosh! The ships are armed and some fighting is reported. What action should be taken, Excellency? Oh. Excellence. Look, get Pritcher and the people with him up here immediately. Here, immediately. Yes, Your Excellence. Hmm. Well, Inver, you're going to be a very busy little man for the next four weeks and one day, aren't you? Gentlemen, this assembly of the representatives of the independent trader planets has been called for one purpose, and one purpose only. To decide as a matter of urgency our military policy and the commitment of our allied armed forces. The war between the Foundation and the Mule has now been underway for three weeks and one day. All the information we have points to the fact that the Mule is winning. My brother, Franza, will outline the situation. In three weeks and one day of total warfare, the Mule has lost a maximum of ten ships. His forces have destroyed fifteen times that number of Foundation ships. Even more serious, there have been repeated cases of Foundation forces deserting to the Mule. In one case, an entire fleet and its command ship. The Mule now controls some 90% of the periphery of the galaxy and several important planets much closer to the Foundation and closer to us. Gentlemen, the Mule is winning. The war is spreading. And it's spreading in our direction. Now, gentlemen, so far we have been neutral in this war, and so far we have not been attacked. 
But the time is fast coming when we must choose the mule or the foundation. I know, I know, our original intention was to achieve exactly the present situation, to encourage a war which would weaken the foundation's grip on our planets and allow us to insist on a proper democratic equality between the foundation and ourselves. But the mule is doing more than just weakening the foundation's power. He is bleeding the foundation to death. And we must decide what our position would be if the mule were to conquer the foundation. I know it seems unthinkable, but we have to think about it. The time has come to commit the traders' armed forces in this war, and to commit them to the defense of the foundation against the mule. No, I, want to speak. I, I want to speak, Randall. You have the floor. I am about for the world of Nehru. I say it would be a disgrace to our ancestors, the original traders, for us to lift one finger in defense of the fat maggots who rule the foundation. Let us not betray our ancestors, the martyrs to justice and freedom, like the great latent evers, persecuted, degraded, and finally killed by whom? By the mule? No by the fat clerks of the Foundation! Brothers, Randall seems to be safe. Better the dictator you know than the dictator you don't know. Well, I don't agree. I can't imagine any worse government in all the galaxy than the malignant bureaucracy of the Foundation. I don't believe the mule could be half as bad for us. After all, brothers, look at the facts. Has the mule ever insulted us? Never! Has he once failed to respect our neutrality? Not once! No, brothers, I tell you plainly. I have just received this message from the commander of our defenses in the second sector. Well? The coordinator of Fransart, Planet Haven. Prepare yourself, brother. I have just witnessed the total extinction of the planet Nemon by the forces of the mute. There cannot be any survivors. The planet no longer exists. The attack was entirely without warning or provocation. As I send you this message, the mule ships are regrouping, moving towards my base. Prepare yourselves to face the mule. I propose that we make an immediate offer to help the Foundation and that we commit our entire combined fleet and all the armament we have to help the Foundation smash the mule. <laughs> to see the prisoners. You pass. Here, signed by mighty Inber himself. Right. Oh, it's you again. Yes, me again. But this time, I've got good news. Oh, really? I've just come from another session with our illustrious mayor. Now, I haven't got time to explain, but he's agreed, reluctantly, to allow you with Torren here to act as observers to the war fleet. You mean we're free? Well, free to leave this prison anyway. But that's only you two. 
I'll go on with my questioning of Magnifico, and Beta will stay with him to keep him relaxed, cooperative. Look, if you think I'll leave her here with you... This isn't the time for personal feelings. The war is obviously going badly, very badly, or else Imber would never have made any concession. And Pritchard, especially, would be dead by now. Now, I admit my main plan was to get Magnifico alone with Beta and myself to get him to talk openly. But your mission as observers could be very important, too. Nobody here knows anything about the war, apart from vague rumours and the ridiculously optimistic reports from the news media. Mm. You, too, have a chance to see what's really happening and to let us know. No, I can't And if that. it eases your conscience at all, Torrum, I can tell you you won't just be helping the Foundation. Mm. Your Uncle Randu landed a few hours back with an offer of immediate military help from all the trade-up planets. Now, will you go? Come on, Torrum. All right, but here are your identity passes. Now, leave immediately, and remember, your objective reports on the war could be vital. There's a ship waiting for you. Now go. I've got to find out what Magnifico knows, Beta. You seem to be the only one he trusts. But we've already asked him every question we could think of. I know, and his answers are always the same. He doesn't know anything about the mule beyond what he told Pritcher and you on Calvert. Now, I've got to use the probe on him, but he refuses to let me. So I need your help to persuade him to cooperate, to overcome his fear. Are you willing to help? I'll try. Good. He's asleep next door. All right. Just try to let your mind relax. Huh? All right? That's all. All over now, and now we should get a complete printout of your memory within an hour at most. There. It didn't hurt at all, did it? No. Thank you, my lady. Here you are. Here's a present for you. What's that? Hmm? He knows, don't you, Magnifico? Oh. Yes. It's a visisona. Right. Take it. It's yours. I got it from the Museum of Music Sciences, the only one they had. Oh. They didn't seem to know much about it. Found in space was all the index card said. It might even be broken for all I know. Try it. Go on. It's yours to keep. It needs a little tuning. But otherwise, I... Yes, it's operational. How did you know that I could play it? I asked you the other day if there was anything about the mule's court that you missed. You said nothing at all, but you just wished you hadn't left your busy sona behind. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like me to play for you? I've got to go and prepare the printout analyzers. Uh, play for Beta. My lady? 
Would it please you if I played for you? Yes, please. I played for you. For someone else, I could play music to make them mad. Or dead, even. But it's just a box. I just think the sounds and they pass to you, my lady. I never played it much at the court of the mule. He didn't like it. He knew its power. But I would rather play the Vizisona than do anything else in the whole whole galaxy. Especially with you by my side, my lady. Shall I play you more? Yes, please. Cheerful in birth. I haven't slept for days. Mm. Pritchard and Torrens reports have given you something to think about, eh? Every single thing they report is in direct contradiction to every official report from every commander. Yes, that makes sense. But the question is, which do you believe? That is no concern of yours, miss. You may rest assured that the state is in good hands. Mine. The war is going well. The foundation will win. That's all you need to know. Now, what about this probe into Magnifico's memory? We have the results. Yes. Show them to me. There's nothing to show. Is this another of your infantile jokes? There is nothing to show. Apart from verbatim repetition of what he'd already told us in conversation, his memory appears to be a complete blank. This is not possible. I know it's not possible, but it's a fact. Blank. The only reason I could think of is that his subconscious is so terrified of the mule that it's taken refuge in what's known as protective amnesia. And even so, it's the first case I've ever known where the amnesia is so total. Why do you lie to me, Mies? Look, I'm not lying. Why should I lie? Exactly why. I'll tell you. Because you seem to take pleasure in spreading defeatism, don't you, Miss? No. You enjoy trying to make me despair, don't you? Don't you? Well, let me tell you something, miss. The Foundation cannot lose, even without my devoted leadership. Harry Seldon's calculations of psychohistory guarantee that the Foundation cannot be defeated. Why worry, then? If everything is guaranteed, why worry? <laughs> you think I'm worried? Me worried? <laughs> I suppose you know we have the traitor's forces with us now, eh? I tell you, miss, the mule has overreached himself. He will lose. He must lose. It's inevitable. Absolutely inevitable. You sound convinced. Get out. Get out before I disintegrate no, you. I, I'm going. I'm going. I'll see you in the time war. Uh, don't forget, will you? 
see, miss. You'll see. Seldon will show you. Seldon will show you. Tell me, what's the truth about the war? Well, initially, the trader forces slowed the mule down, but then Inverse stopped them fighting as an independent force and mixed them up with the Foundation forces. Mm -hmm. The oddest thing we noticed was that the mules seemed to find it much easier to defeat Foundation ships than trader ships. We couldn't see why. Their armaments were virtually identical. Mm. Richard, yes. there's only a few minutes to go. Where's Inverse? Oh, he'll be here, don't you worry. Probably just making sure of a good entrance. <laughs> he wouldn't dare miss this. About the other thing, Miss, mm. I've organized the ship for you. It's waiting in dock 37 Bay G, fully equipped and provisioned maximum fuel load. <laughs> Good man, thanks. But um, I won't be coming with you. Why not? I'm going to stay here and fight. I've had to watch this war coming, and then I've had to watch our forces being smashed. I want to do my share of the fighting. Well, it's your choice, but you would have been more useful with us. Arise, my people. This is no time for ceremony, eh? <laughs> this way, Your Excellency. Yes, yes, yes. But before we have our glorious future confirmed by Seldon, I should just like to tell you the latest news from the war zone. I have here my very own synopsis of the latest reports from all my commanders in space. It is quite brief. We are moving forward on all fronts. Victory is very close, as I am sure Seldon will confirm. Victory, my people. Victory for the Foundation. Silence, please. The vault is opening. That old man. Just, just appearing. Don't be frightened, my dear. No, my lady. I am Hari Seldon. This is my fifth appearance here and the fifth crisis for the Foundation on Terminus. I have no means of knowing if anyone is witnessing my appearance here, but that is not important. I have no fears as yet for the breakdown of the plan. For the first three centuries, the probability of non-deviation is 95.7%. By the way, if any of you are standing, please sit. This need not be a solemn occasion. I have no need for ceremony. Yeah, my very now, let us look at the problem of the moment. The Foundation is faced with an entirely new kind of threat. Civil war. Until now, the attacks from outside have all been adequately dealt with. Inevitably so, according to the laws of psychohistory. The conflict of the moment is between the undisciplined forces of the outer planets of the Foundation and the over-authoritarian central government. The conflict was necessary. The outcome is obvious. I don't understand this. The compromise which has been worked out, or is at this moment being worked out, 
is necessary in two respects. The revolt of the traders introduces a new element of uncertainty to a government which has grown far too self-confident. Although not victorious, the independent traders have attained a healthy degree of democratic government for themselves and for the foundation in general. Secondly, and perhaps equally important, the foundation is now a much stronger, firmer coalition than it was before the Civil War. Now only the scattered remnants of the old empire stand in the way of further expansion, and there is no threat from them. Of course, I cannot reveal the nature of the next problem, the next crisis, but I can congratulate you on having successfully passed through this crisis. And of course, I wish you luck in the future. I am confident of your continued success. What? What? Let alone. What went wrong? Rondo. Where's Rondo? I'm here. You're the French representative here. Is it true you are planning a revolt? We were, uh, yes. Oh, I, I didn't do it. We, we changed our plans because of the appearance of the mule. You're well, that's it, then. Seldom psychohistory couldn't foretell the move. There was no expectation of an individual mutant appearance. The plan dealt with mass movement trends. It couldn't make any allowance for an individual military genius, especially not a mutant. Excellent. Excellent. The communication channels have all gone deep. <laughs> this is not my fault. It isn't. Seldom the one you should blame. And those half-witted traitors... Not me! Not me! What should we do? Do surrender, of course! What else can we do? Surrender and try to get a reasonable time. But we don't. We don't have a way of communicating a surrender. This is not fair! Well, the foundation is being bombarded. We've got to escape. We've got a ship waiting for us. We have to go now. You bring Magnifico. Torren, you come on ahead with me. All right. The mule! The mule is coming! Richard? I believe I'll stay and fight. There may be something I can still do here. All right. This is goodbye. Yes, Good luck meeting you. You need it. And so will you. Come on now, you should. Follow me. Follow us wherever we hide. I tell you, traitors running away. None of this is my fault. Is it? God, I blame I was always so misogynist. So careful. So painstaking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.